What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. My name is Pam. And I'm Jeremy. We are so glad to have you on the show today. And I'm very excited about today's show because it's an episode that we have said aloud many times already throughout the course of this podcast, and that is songs that should have been singles. I think this is going to be an episode where I start to feel a certain kind of way and get get a little emotional about the songs that I wish were out there. Emotional and angry. Yes. Anger, emotions, all of the feelings are all coming up in the next hour. I feel like you and I specifically have ones that we are angry about specifically on Meaning of Life, which we will get to at the very end. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. Um, this is sort of a I, – I guess I didn't even ask you before we started recording, Pam. Did you pick a, a Wrapped in Red song? I didn't. Should okay. I? I mean, I can easily think of one, yeah. but I was – We can maybe do that as our wild card at the end. We'll we'll have the uh, the album pulled up and we'll just take a look. But I, I thought about that uh, after we you and I talked – uh, going over the the uh, stuff for the show, and I was like, oh, you know, we should maybe do a Wrapped in Red song just for funsies. I actually, I did do kind of like a an other section, so we can throw that in there. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. All right, so we want to start. Uh, we're going to have two different categories here today. We are going to first and foremost talk about the songs that should have been singles, songs that maybe got ignored from the albums, but we feel are strong enough that they could have performed well at radio. And then we're also going to do something fun at the end that we are going to take back a single. Every album has multiple singles from it, and we're going to be forced to choose one that you get taken back from you. We're going to rescind a single, uh, thinking that either... It wasn't good enough to be a single or shouldn't have been a single. Or in some cases of some albums, it's like picking between your favorite children. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I had that when I was making my notes. I was like, some of these albums, I'm like, but these were all great. So they're like, it's fine. We're going to start now with our songs that should have been singles. We will go in chronological order of the albums. So Pam, we'll have you go first from the album Thankful. What uh, what song should have been a single? I am going to say Just Miss the Train. Interesting. I did not think you'd pick that one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think, is it my favorite on the album? No. Mm-hmm. I do adore it. And I think it's really upbeat. It has a great melody. And... I think it was supposed to be a single, but then they said it was too similar to Low. Right. Which I can kind of see. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I definitely would have considered this one. What about you? Uh, I think my answer is still the same as when we did our breakdown of the album. And I'm saying Beautiful Disaster. I think that would have been a single. I know it's not your favorite. Uh, I know we've talked about how you know we, we didn't love... We like, we didn't love the vocal performance, but I just think it, it's it's a good song. Uh, I think it's got a, a good uh, hook, a uh, good melody. The vocals, you know, we, we said, I think that later in Kelly's career, you know, kind of all I ever wanted era, if she were to have recorded this song, it would have taken on a new life and maybe had a little bit more umph to it. 
But I would still say that it yeah. would have been a, a really good like fourth single off the album. The look I just gave you, I was like, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. That was just it's okay. autopilot. It's I'm okay. Like, oh. You can you can side eye all you want for no, this. No, I don't want to side eye no, you. It's it, just no, you know how I feel about I know, that song. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, I knew it was going to be an unpopular choice with you. But okay. I, I'm going with my heart here. I'm going with like, okay, what would have That's done? Good. What would have done really, really well off of this album? And I and I I can't not think that Beautiful Disaster would have done pretty well. Um, and I have I have said that like for some reason like I don't know if it was like a free iTunes single or what, but like everyone I knew who like wasn't like a hardcore fan like this was on everyone's iPods and I don't know why. I'm yeah. like, how do you know this random like album track? But I'm not complaining. Yeah. So. You could be right, Mr. Radio Man. <laughs> but don't quote me on it. But don't uh, quote me. <clears throat> all right. So let's go to the next album, Breakaway. This one uh, is packed with great songs. So there's many different candidates for songs that could have been singles. Every song. Um, I think truly they could have. I mean, most of the album could have been singles. Yeah, this really is Kelly's thriller. Um, if you're if you're familiar with the Thriller album, I think of the nine or ten songs on an album, like seven or eight of them ended up being singles. I mean, it's one of the most single dense albums of all time. Uh, I think for me, I'm going to, again, stick with my choice that I said during our album breakdown for this particular record. And I'm going to go with Addicted. I think that that could have been a, a very solid single. Um, it was good enough to name a tour after it. And it is a fan favorite. So I think, again, it would have been a pretty solid uh, deeper into the album single. Um, again, you know, every song from this album, all five of the singles were massive. So I don't think it would have been too big of a step down to release Addicted as the uh, as the sixth single off the album. That's a good choice. Um, I have two potentials um the first one might be a little too dark mm -hmm. so which is hear me um that was you know if i would if i'd have had like a 1a it would have been hear me that would have been my yeah. next one i mean it's basically like a hazel eyes mm -hmm. um just a little bit grungier uh if i can use that term i guess uh, my other choice was like Kind of like Before Your Love in the sense it like wasn't a single, but it was like sort of it was it would be gone, which did get some minimal radio airplay. Um, the problem with gone, though, is that it kind of is since you've been gone 2.0, not just because they have the word gone, um, but it they're very similar songs. And I think yeah. that's why I like it so much. Yeah. But I think it still would have done pretty well. I really do. Sure. Because it's it's just a super fun, upbeat song, um, and it's fun to sing along to. It is. Yeah. Good choice. Thanks. You too. All right. So now we're into uncharted territory because we have, as of yet, not done any album breakdowns from here on out. So we have not really talked about our feelings to each other about the songs that should have been singles on the albums going forward. Although we've, we've made little illusions here and there. So we've come to the, my December album, Pam, what is your choice for the song that should have been a single from this album? How I feel. I think that should have been the single. I know 
It's funny, people say My December, oh, it's a really sad album. I'm like, half the songs on there are like pretty upbeat pop songs. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just like ballads. Like, it's not that angry of an album. I mean, yes, never again. It's like an FU song. But how I feel lyrically is kind of FU, but it's really fun. Yeah. And uh, I think it could have done pretty well. I think it could have done probably better than any of the other singles that they actually chose. Uh, this was actually on my list too. I picked two songs from this particular album. This is my first one. And I think from pretty much here on out, I picked two songs. Uh, but yeah, How I Feel was one of my choices for this one too. The one I picked over How I Feel though was Can I Have a Kiss? Um, there's something about this song that I really like. And I think it's got a nice hook to it. I, d- I mean, look, it it would have been e- – any of these songs would have been the fifth single from the from the album. Uh, I know a lot of people were like, wow, there were five or there were four singles from that album to begin with. But, yes, there were. They just, you know, unfortunately did not get a lot of traction uh, here in the U.S. Some of them were, were bigger overseas. But, I mean, it's – I think there's still a lot of really good material left on that album. You know, it's funny. I think a lot of people are probably screaming right now, what about Maybe – uh, that song could have totally. No. I I as a in my professional radio opinion, I don't see maybe as a single. No, um, and I have to say that is my all time favorite Kelly song, like mm-hmm. all time favorite. No, not on the radio. Yeah, it's just, too intense, almost. Like it's just, it's like I don't know. It gets you in your feels a lot. I feel. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's not like a because of you where it's like a ballad, and it's that also gets you in the feels. I feel like maybe it's just like a roller coaster of a song and that mm-hmm. is not something to play on like a top 40 station. Yeah, and plus just the 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 broken downness of the song. I mean there's there's not a lot of instrumentation on that song and it, you know, you think about the the late 2000s and what was the pop landscape, pop radio landscape at that time. Uh, maybe would have stuck out like a sore thumb and in kind of not in a good way. Um, you know, when Billie Eilish first came out, you know, her songs really stuck out, but there was, and I don't mean this in a bad way towards Kelly, but like there was tempo to Billie Eilish's songs and maybe just does not have tempo. Uh, again, still a great song. We're not hating on it. I'm just looking at it from more of the perspective of the radio landscape and how this song is going to sound on the radio next to, you know, some of the songs that were popular in 2007 and 2008. Uh, so while we love the song, I just can't vote for it uh, as a single. I know it's a fan favorite. It's one of my favorites as well. Uh, just couldn't do it uh, for airplay. Mm-hmm. Nope. But give me, can I have a kiss or how I feel? And, you know, I think even your argument, Pam, sort of has even maybe skewed me to flip my choices and and put how I feel ahead of uh, can I have a kiss? And And honestly, definitely put it ahead of any of the songs that actually were singles from the album. Yeah. I feel like the one that like I wanted to say, but I didn't because I didn't think it translated well um, production wise was one minute. Uh, I thought the song had a lot of potential, Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like one minute and yeah, were songs that I liked live a lot more than I liked on the album. Right. Um, I think if one minute were produced differently, then I think that could have been a f- number one fantastic single choice. But I think as is, meh. 
and it and it actually was a single. Um, oh, I it forgot re- it was a single. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't think it was even officially released slash uh, even tried in the U.S. I know there uh, it, it charted in Australia, I believe. Uh, I know because there is actually a, a one minute import out there that you can find. Um, but it wasn't released here in the U.S. In fact, I think the U.S. only really technically got three songs from the album. And, you know, Sober was just one of those songs where, you know, people, the fans loved it, but it just didn't translate to radio. And I think part of the reason why it didn't was because of the radio edit. Uh, Just by shortening that song, uh, you sort of, you lost a little bit of the of the crescendo and the moment in that song. I mean, it really is all about the buildup and it just sort of gets truncated in the radio edit and it just it kind of fell flat again. One minute is technically the third single from the album. But again, I don't think it really was tried here in the US. It was more of an overseas single. And then Don't Waste Your Time, which, you know, got got the video treatment and everything. Um Good song. I actually like it as a single. Um, just by that point, I think people had kind of people and I mean, let's be honest, the record label, I think they'd all kind of given up on the album. And so there was not a real big push to to make that uh, into anything, really. So it just sort of ended up uh, floundering out there as a as a single. Yeah. All right. Well, the, enough depressing talk about uh, the, <laughs> the the misses from my December. Uh, we will definitely go much more into that when we get to that album for our album breakdowns. Uh, let's go to All I Ever Wanted. And uh, for mine here, I have two choices again. And this one was actually a really tough one to pick because I low-key love this album. Uh, Me I think too. <laughs> it, is a, it is a great pop album. Um, you know, it, it really was Kelly's sort of comeback album to pop music. There's just so much like, I mean, straight down to the the album artwork. I mean, this there's just so much like sugar on this album. It's so sweet. Uh, so it was kind of hard to pick a couple of choices, but I did start with Long Shot. Um, I don't get the hate for this song. I really don't. I've seen so much hate for this song. And really? I don't know. People don't why, like yeah. it? Yeah, I, I guess huh. maybe it's just where I'm looking, but I know a lot of people that do not like this song. I don't know if it's the Katy Perry uh, aspect of it or if it's, you know, just the fact that they don't like it full stop. But I think that Longshot was a really, really good song. It's so much fun to sort of sing along to, you know, just in your car. Um, so I, I would have, would have really, really loved to hear that song. I didn't even, I think it deserved even better than being such a deep album song. I mean, don't hide it in like, you know, the, the B side of the album, put it up, you know, up at the top with the other really, really good songs that are on that record. Um, my other one that I had was if I can't have you. Yeah. That's that's on mine. Yeah. That's another really, really good one. I mean, when, when that one was played in concert, it was so good. It was so high energy. Uh, I think it really, really could have been not only good on radio, that song in and of itself was ripe for dance clubs. It was, I was, r- I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stealing all your stuff. <laughs> no, I'm so happy we have the, the exact same thoughts. That's why I'm so excited right now. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it was ripe for dance clubs. It was ripe for remix uh, albums. So yeah, it, I mean, it was, it was perfect for that. 
No, I just got so excited because, like, in my head, I was just like, rave, 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 rave. Yeah. Um, seriously, like, that song was such a missed opportunity. And I feel like even for the time, um, 2009, 2010, like, mm-hmm. that, it, like, it would have fit radio. Mm-hmm. It definitely would have. So, like, I, I don't know what the people at RCA were thinking not choosing that. I just was like, that, uh, I have a lot of feelings once we get to our songs we should have pulled but that oh, that's my number one from that album. Um, yeah. I chose four, but I might take one back. Wow. Yeah. You really do love I this just, album. I do. I think Cry could have been good because I think it's a really um, – has a, it's very melodic and has a great buildup, has a big chorus. Um, it is a little schmaltzy, but mm-hmm. I think it's a schmaltz that uh, – if that's even a word, a schmaltz mm-hmm. – um, that – the general masses would have really liked. It's well, and you're you actually have a good ear because "Cry" is technically the fifth single from the album. What? Yeah, it got released in March of 2010, and it. I know my station played it, but by that point, of course, the the album has been out for more than a year, and it, it the album just sort of lost steam. So it was a little hard to get excitement about new singles from the album. But the song was technically a single. Wait, what was the fourth single? Fourth single was All I Ever Wanted. Oh, that's right. I knew that because I did hear that on Z100 like twice. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, forgot about that. Okay, so if I can't have you and cry, I think Don't Let Me Stop You would have been a pretty good single. I'm not like super passionate about it. I think it's 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 a good song, same thing. I, I don't think there's anything special about it, but I think it would have done fairly well just because of the pop formula. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I was going to, cho- the other one I was going to choose maybe wouldn't, I've said this probably every other episode. I'm a big fan of, can we go back? Um, yeah. I don't understand why it wasn't just on the regular album. I, I don't get it. It's, I think it's better than half the songs on the album in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. Um, it could have done pretty well. I don't know. Um, it's a little angry. Like, yeah. But, I do, And I do like that song too. Yeah. It's, it gets, it's. You know, I feel like half people forget it exists or half people don't know it exists just because it's just like a random like iTunes track. Like, I don't think I'm not sure if it's on Spotify. I don't think it is. Yeah, it it may Um, not be, especially if it was an iTunes exclusive. Yeah. So those are my choices. But like, if I can't have you, wow, if they ever do, I doubt they're going to. But if they ever do like a, a 15th anniversary reissue or I don't just release the damn song. (laughs) <laughs> i have a lot of feelings about that you do very some very big passions i, I can't yeah. wait till we get to that album breakdown so we can, uh, so we can really <laughs> really bring yeah. it out of you all yes. right let's move on to the stronger album uh pam what are your choices from this record i have two again mm-hmm. one of them is one i've mentioned many times let me down missed mm-hmm. opportunity that was another th- song that was fantastic live and um, it's just, it's a great track. Again, it fits the pop rock formula, but it's also really in your face. I still also would have thought it, it, because it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty up tempo. I, I think it would have done well for that time. Um, the other one I chose, I think a lot of people who aren't necessarily like major Kelly fans would have gravitated towards, and that is you can't win. Mm, yeah. Lyrically, lyrically. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so fitting, you know, everyone can relate to it in some way or another. And I, I thought that 
could have been a good you know it's, is it my favorite song on the album no but i think it would have been a smart choice it's got that anthemic quality to it like a stronger where if you really listen to the lyrics i mean it is a very uplifting song it maybe is is it just misses the mark of having all of the qualities of a true anthem uh, like a stronger or a since you've been gone where i think if maybe I mean, the, the, the chorus uh, and, the, and the hook itself are very, very good. I think if it just went up one more notch, and I don't know if that's something with the mix or the, the instrumentation or something, if you take it up one more notch, I think it gets to like the, the stronger level of anthem quality. Uh, because again, it is a very positive song. It's a very inclusive song. Uh, yeah. And it's it's a it's a great message. So yes, I I would co-sign for that one. I will I will say um, that I remember that summer, summer 2011 was like the summer of like the leaks. Everything leaked. Yeah. So many. So I remember that song came out in the leaks, but that was before we ever heard the the album version. And I will say, even though I shouldn't have been listening to the leaks, but let's be honest, everyone had them, and now they're all up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm not like special in this case, but. The chorus on the demo I like more, the way that she she sings. Mm-hmm. She's like – because I feel like on the album track, it's all one pitch. Yep. And the demo version, she's like starts a little bit lower and then later on in the chorus, she goes up and I think it's a better build. Um, and maybe so. that was what's – maybe that's what's missing. You know, it's, yeah. it's just little things like that that can change the whole complexion of a song. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for mine, first of all, before I get too far into this, uh, this really I, I didn't know when I could say this outside of, again, when we break this album down. But this is an album where I think that the deluxe songs were robbed in that they were put on a deluxe version. Like these were all really, really good songs that I think deserved to be on the proper album itself. Uh, I don't know why I'm I'm willing to die on this hill, but I am. And I'm even talking about Don't Be a Girl About It. Which is the worst title. One we, of the worst titles. Yeah, it's, I yeah. mean, of the bonus, it is the weakest. But even that, you know, I it's, like. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's a fun, fun song. It's, it's, it's almost more of like a fan service song. I just, I really, I like the message of it. Uh, but when it comes to my choices for songs that should have been singles, first and foremost, it's always I Forgive You. And this is another song that I know a lot of people hate. I know a lot of people hate the repetitiveness of it. They don't like the fact that she repeats I Forgive You over and over and over in this song. But I think for me, with and, I, and I'm not trying to hype myself up here, but with my radio ear, when I'm listening for a song that can be a single, there is that repetitiveness that is what helps you remember a song. That's why a song with a really, really great hook is a really, really good song. And so I just think that that whole song is basically a hook uh, because she's constantly talking about, you know, I forgive you. And it's just, it's one of those songs that gets in my head and I have to listen to it to, to, you know, really satisfy myself. So I will always uh, be here for, for, I forgive you. I, I think it's just a really, really good song. Would have been fun to hear that on the radio has a, I mean, my God, the the chorus of that song is so big. And yeah, you, you've got those those drum smashes as you go into it, and just it's a really singable chorus, which again is another thing that's really really uh, key when it comes to a good pop song. 
I just think it had a lot of stuff going for it, and I don't understand the hatred nor the uh, the uh, the ignoring of that song uh, for single consideration. And then there's not much else I can say, but I'm with you. Let me down uh, another song with a really really big hook, uh, really big vocal. Would have been a fantastic single. Uh, again, I would have you know, especially with this album in particular, uh, with you know, uh, with such a shadow cast over every other song by Stronger, uh, these would have been really, really good singles. And this is this is another album where I scratch my head because it was almost as if RCA gave up early on this record because there were only three singles from this entire album. Yeah. And Stronger mm-hmm. and Stronger wasn't even the first one. It was the second one behind Mr. Know-It-All. And that song, though, lived on every radio for months. I mean, I think there was probably a four or five month span between Stronger and Dark Side coming out. And I thought that while I love Dark Side as a song, I think it was just such a step down from Stronger. I think that a Let yep. Me Down, an I Forgive You, hell, Alone. I mean, that was yeah. maybe like a tertiary pick for me. That could have been a good one. Um, you know, we didn't really get a good ballad from this album to uh to put out there but i mean like you know i don't see like standing in front of you i don't see that as being uh, honestly i think is a great song but i don't know if it would have translated well on the radio yeah honestly is is another good one um you know breaking your own heart i i like that song i don't see it as a single the the problem the one downside with this album is that there is not a really good strong ballad on it. And that's, I'm saying, this is me saying this, the guy who loves the sun will rise. The problem with it is that I would not have used the album version of this song as a single because of, of, uh, Cara Diaguardi being on it. Um, I don't think that, you know, this was, you know, this was 2011, early 2012. So we, we were seeing the whole like feature, Thing, but it was still way more prominent in hip hop and not so much like pop music. Well, I have a question. Yeah. Even though it technically wasn't from like released from the album, can we argue that a ballad from the album sort of was Don't You Wanna Stay? Kind it's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. I mean, technically it's from Jason's album. It did get pressed onto the deluxe editions. Um and, it, I mean, and that that's, did so well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a monster hit. And that, and you know what? I actually sort of pseudo blame Don't You Want to Stay for truncating the rest of the Stronger Era because that song was such a massive hit that it kept RCA from putting out another Kelly single because it would have been fighting with its with its mother, so to speak. Yeah. It would have been, I mean, you would have had two Kelly songs fighting with each other on the radio. And that's a program director's nightmare when there's two really, really big songs uh, because it's, it's so difficult to program and it, you end up actually lowering the spins on the song. That's, you know, like in this case, it would have been, don't you want to stay? You know, that would have been the song that was established already. You would have had to lower your spins just to make room for the next Kelly single. And so I, I blame, don't you want to stay for shortening the, the, stronger era because it monopolized and kept Kelly on the radio, which on one hand is really good, but on the other hand, it kept it from having another Kelly standalone single released from stronger. And I think, I think 
I think that was a missed opportunity. I think they could have put out another really strong single. Again, I think Dark Side, single worthy, maybe not as the third single. Yeah, I think Don't You Want to Stay. I mean, I I love it. Um, I really do. And I, I think the the pr- I think the con you mentioned, the pro is it really opened her up to the country world. Yeah, she right. had some stuff with Reba, but like let's be honest, the because of you version, it didn't do that well. It did fairly well, but it wasn't a on country radio. Hit. I mean I mean, yeah, I mean it was a it was yeah. an award winning song, but I mean, yes, it it wasn't as big as her solo version. Yeah. So, and I think "Don't Don't You Want to Stay" was a monster hit. So, I will say the one plus side is that it really introduced her to the country world and mm-hmm. where she still is now. But yeah, yeah, your argument is definitely valid. Yeah, and I think maybe you know if you don't have a "Don't You Want to Stay," maybe you don't get a "Don't Rush," which you know, I mean, is a very sweet song, and I and I adore it. Um, but yes, I I totally agree with you that it that, that was the positive of that song is that it sort of opened the door for her. I, I would say opened the door even wider for her in the country market. So, yeah. so there you go. There's our extended uh, version of uh, Stronger. Yes. Let's so move next... on to Piece by Piece. You can start this time. All right. Uh, for mine, this one is a no brainer for me because. There were a couple of songs on this album that were extremely good. And this is where I think RCA really gave up on Kelly. Um, I think they knew the writing was on the wall. This was going to be her last record for the label. And I just think they didn't give this album the proper uh, release, the proper promotion. Uh, This album was bungled big time by RCA. And I think that I, I I don't know the the ins and outs behind the scenes. There was probably all kinds of politics going on and, and positioning. And maybe Kelly gave up on RCA and she's like, screw it. I don't care if they put out any singles. I really don't. I All I care about is that I got the album that I wanted to get out out there and we're moving on from here. Uh, this is, you know, and, and again, I've said this multiple times. We'll talk about this more when we go in depth into this album. But. I think this is really the forgotten album when it comes to the industry itself, because I think they really just gave up on it. They gave it a little bit of push at the very beginning when the record came out, because every record label wants their albums to, to, you know, debut number one or, you know, at least have a really good showing. And so they, they did the, the necessary publicity. And then after that, it all but disappears. Um, I think Kelly's performance of piece by piece on idol probably saved the album because yep. it uh you know it brought attention back to it i mean at that point she's i mean it was probably not even going to have a third single from that album um but piece by piece performance on idol sort of reinvigorates it we get that version as a single the album starts to chart again so it saved it again RCA not trying to capitalize they don't even try for a fourth single off the album with that said um I think there were some huge missed opportunities second wind is my first choice uh for a missed mm-hmm. opportunity uh the song written by Marin Morris which she would later put out on her debut album and I I just I love this song. You know, I love Kelly's version. I love Marin's version. I think if I had to put a, you know, a celebrity death match against the two albums, I would, I <laughs> nice. would put Yeah, good reference, right? Yeah. Uh I think I think that I would put uh I would put Kelly's version over Marin's version. It's a superior song uh 
lyrically, but I just think that uh, Kelly's version was better. And I just, I love every time I hear it. Uh, my other choice was a song that she opened up her piece by piece tour with. And again, this is another one that I think could have been a good candidate for remixes. And I know for a fact, because I had a lot of LGBTQ friends and I've been to the clubs, I've seen the drag queens and just in general, the dance floor packed to the song Dance With Me. Uh, that song <laughs> could have been huge. I really, really do believe that. I think that that song was so good. It was so big, had a big vocal. It had a big chorus. Uh, it was so much fun for that song to be the first one in the set list on the piece by piece tour. Um, I, I mean, this is the, one of the first songs that I'm a little bit angry about. Um, and believe me, my anger's coming, uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is the first song that I was really genuinely angry. That was not a single because I just thought it was such a great all around, uh, representation of Kelly and it just, uh, what a missed opportunity. When you were saying, when you were like, you know, hinting at dance with me, I just like, obviously no one can see me except for Jeremy, but I was like raising the roof and just yep. like dancing because I was just like, I know where he's getting at. There's going to be a rave going on. Uh -huh. um, I can totally see it there. Yeah. Um, I will second, second wind, missed opportunity. It shouldn't have been, a, it shouldn't have been a bonus track. should have been, been on the album. Should have been on the album proper. That's for sure. Exactly. Without yep. a doubt. My other choice is a song that I think would have been really good because she did do it on the Piece by Piece tour. I learned later. I went to the uh, like three of the first shows on the tour and that was it. I learned from Jeremy later on that she did not continue with what she did on the beginning of the tour, was, which was a mashup with Prince. So take you high. Yep. Um, the The early part of the tour, she like did a – uh, or at least I, I think she did it for a few shows. She did a mashup with uh, When Doves Cry by Prince. But anyway, I feel like the 2010s were the start of getting like the DJs really into mainstream music with mm -hmm. like, a, and I think Take You High, even though there wasn't like a featuring DJ, I think it had that kind of vibe to it. And I think it couldn't, I would have probably put it as like the final single. I definitely wouldn't have done it as like like a lead, but I think it it, it had some p potential there. I really do think it could have done fairly well. I th I consider so. this to be Kelly's first EDM song. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm like I can kind of see this being a little ravey. You know, definitely could have been remixed for sure. Definitely, uh, maybe even like a remix version for radio. Um, but yeah, I think there was some definite missed opportunity with this album. They gave up. Yeah. 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 This is, this is where I sort of, uh, and you know, I, I have lots of artists that I really enjoy on RCA, but this was, this is when RCA kind of became dead to me because I just, again, I thought that they were really, really just, they mishandled this album. Uh, again, I think they saw the writing on the wall and they knew that this was going to be their last opportunity with Kelly, which in my mind, I'm like, well, then why not try really hard and squeeze every nickel out of this album that you can? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just, it, Again, I, I start to feel a certain kind of way when I talk about, um, you know, the the things that I think went against Kelly that uh, that shouldn't have. Uh, did you yeah. have any other songs from this album? No, nope, that was it. All right. So this is another one where I think there's going to be people in the background going, what about Tightrope? I actually had that on my list and I deleted it a few 
minutes ago, mm-hmm. which maybe is controversial. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's a. I think out of the ballads, I think that would have been a great choice, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think a lot of it having to do with the product of its time, it may have not. It. it, it I think it would have done okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have done. I don't think it would have been like a top ten hit. Do you? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's again, it's a good song. I love it. But, you know, when you have piece by piece come off of this album, technically, I mean, the the version of the the song that got big was not the version from the album, uh, which I know there's a whole school of thought from people that actually appreciate and like the album version over the idol version. That's but, me, but I will get to it later. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, when you've got a massive ballad that is credited to this album, and I'm talking about uh, piece by piece, then you sort of handcuff yourself because if you're an artist or if you're a label, you might actually want to not follow up a ballad with another ballad. You want to get some tempo back out there. And again, this would have been a really good opportunity for a dance with me or a second wind or something, and then come back with a, you know, a fifth single and do tightrope or, you know, any of the other songs that we recommended. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, just, you know, the, the, the fury and the fire and the fist clinching that, uh, <laughs> that happens when I talk about this particular album, uh, is infuriating. I feel that. All right. Should we move on to Meaning of Life? Yeah, let's do that. Let's have All right. You this go. is the one where uh, Jeremy and I are going to be very, very angry. Um, turn, your, turn your volume down because it yeah, might get no. loud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, okay, I have two. One of mine, everyone's just going to already know, medicine. I am a huge medicine fan, and that is no secret. I mention it every few weeks. I think that song was robbed. I, I guess, again, I understand it didn't translate well live because I saw it live once. And it was a little weird with the whole uh, vocal, um, I don't know, uh, the the deep vocal part. I don't know what to call it. You know what I'm talking about. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. It didn't translate well live. I will be the first to admit that. Um, But I think it kind of as what I was getting at earlier, it's not an EDM song by any means. Don't get me wrong. I know it's not. But I think that little vocal influx or whatever word you want to use – was very unique to Kelly. She had never done anything like that before. And I think it would have stood out on radio um, because things are even now getting a lot more like electronic-y and experimental. I think it would have done really well for that reason alone. And also it's just, um, it has a lot of soul to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my argument. My other argument, I know a lot of people hate this song. And I think the same reason like cry it's a little schmaltzy but i think it's a relatable schmaltz that people would like and that is move you um Mm -hmm. i know a lot of people don't like it but i think with the masses like taking off the fan hat i think it would have done really well because it's just the lyrics are very like on point and it's a beautiful song Yeah. yeah i love it but i know a lot of people are like oh it's so corny i'm like so is breakaway (laughs) <laughs> you know that was a huge hit i love you know like my point being is like i think it i think it could have done really well well and that was one of the two songs that we got really early right they they released that a little, out, little ahead of yeah, the album it came out like if like a week before like if a week what was it they released move you and love so soft or like at the same time it was like the day before she did the um today show where she like mm-hmm. debuted them live because i went to the that show and i remember i was like i have 24 hours to memorize both of these songs which i clearly (laughs) didn't do um 
But yeah, they came out, the, I think, at like the same time. Yeah. So yeah, it was very early on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is another album where, you know, this is her first album for Atlantic. I'm a little bit scratching my head on this album because, you know, RCA, I was, you know, they, they had several, several opportunities with Kelly. And I think that there was some misses when it comes to singles for this album. There was only three released. And I think that the album was a little bit deeper than that. I don't particularly agree with all of the singles that they came out with from this record. Uh, look, my my one that I have argued over and over is Whole Lot of Woman. Uh, I know that there is some there is a small faction of people out there who have hatred for this song. Uh, they, you know, I think I, one of the things that I saw, cause I, cause believe me, we read everything that comes through on our social media and we've seen it. Yes. And I'm watching all of you because you're all, <laughs> you're all communists is what it is. No, oh um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but big I, brothers watching you. I know exactly. Yeah. But I, I just, this one is the, I mean, if, if I'm going to give the biggest head scratcher, like face palm award, from this entire show, it's this song. And I I don't understand the song, be, or I don't understand the reason the why it was, well, I don't understand the hatred, and I don't understand why it was it was hidden. Our, or, uh, Atlantic even licensed it for use in like TV promos. And so to me, that was a sign that this was gonna be a single, like they were gonna try to coincide everything and you're gonna hear the song in promos. And then a couple of weeks later, it's gonna show up on the radio. And then there's gonna be this killer video with like lots of body positivity. I mean, there. I mean, the whole treatment, the whole cycle of this single writes itself. And I just, again, I talked about how I, I have friends in the LGBTQ community and I've gone with them out to the clubs and this song you cannot get out of a gay nightclub without hearing this song. <laughs> Seriously? I'm not, I'm not kidding. Oh, that's I, awesome. I mean, and granted, I, I mean, you know, COVID aside, I haven't been to, you know, to the, the gay and lesbian clubs a ton. Uh, but when I do go out with my friends and we go there, um, this song plays Every time. And it's always during the drag shows. They love love this song. And it is just, ah, I I can't even, I'm so like torn (laughs) about this song because I'm just like, I'm like, what happened? Who like, who sold their soul? Like what bet was lost? Like what happened that this song was passed over? I mean, they said, okay, we'll throw you a bone and we'll put it in the, you know, the background of some CBS TV show promos and that's it. I, I I just don't understand how this song was missed. It I think it could have been the anthem from this album and I will I will die on this hill over and over again. Um but anyway, I got I have to step away from that <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just getting myself all riled up. Um another song that I think could have been a good single, I actually like it better than the the one ballad that was released from the album, which was I Don't Think About You. Um, I like Slow Dance. I think it's a I, good song. I think that it would have been a very sweet ballad. Um, it's so, because again, this is like picking between your children. You know, we we all love these <laughs> songs and there's there's so many reasons, you know, why we would 
stand up for any of them, but there's just something about that particular song. And you know what? Honestly, I would have think that I think it would have done really well at country radio. I, yes, I can back you up on that. And I think her vocals are definitely like, they're very smooth in this. Yes. It's a, it's a sexy song. It's very like, um, passionate. It's got, again, a great vocal, good lyrics. You know, I just think that there's something about that song that just tells me like more people need to hear this song. Even if it was, you know, in a, and we're talking about 2017, 2018 here. So I don't remember what TV shows were on, but you know, let me just put different shows on. So like you put it in like a, a sweet scene in like one tree Hill or some TV show yeah. that, you know, caters to, you know, teens and early twenties. And you put this in like a dancing scene or something where they, this song's playing in the background. Come on. I know I mean, it's, it's very, it was very sync worthy to get yes. it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Miss uh, okay. opportunity with this album for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's why I said earlier that this was a bit of a head scratcher for me because, you know, this is the first Atlantic record. And, you know, maybe at this point, Kelly's like, I don't care about singles. You know, I like this song. Let's lead with this. But then from then on, I really don't care what you guys put out. Um, You know, I think that this album deserved more than just three singles. And I will forever think that there was some big missed opportunities uh, off of this. All right. Anything else uh, for you, Pam, off of Meaning of Life? That's it. All right. Let's let's do a little bonus before we go on to uh, the singles we would have taken back. Uh, let's do a little bonus action and go to Wrapped in Red. Um, I mean, this, this album has had a couple of official singles. Uh, obviously, Underneath the Tree and Wrapped in Red itself uh, were the singles, uh, if you will, from the album. And Christmas albums just work a lot differently when it comes to the songs that are released because it, it honestly it's a it's a choice by the you know radio station whether they yeah. you know, it's like okay does this radio station feel like they need another version of Run Run Rudolph playing during the holidays well let's let's go to this Kelly Clarkson album that's a pretty good version we'll play that uh, so it it really sort of depends on you know where they're gonna play it but I do know that there was intention to release underneath the tree and wrapped in red as singles from this album. I think that so yeah, it's so hard to actually call it a single because again, Christmas. Uh, but I think if I were to go and look at this album and say, here's the song I think that they should have really prioritized and pushed to radio, you know, and every holiday season. I mean, this again, this is another weird thing because it's an RCA release, and you know, she's not on RCA anymore, but. I think that, you know, once a year that that label could have pushed out another song. Absolutely. You know, they got, I mean, they had wrapped in red. They've had it now for eight years, seven years. And so every year they could have been like, here's a, here's a Kelly song from her Christmas album. Feel free to play this on your stations. And they would have gotten it. Uh, so I think for me, I would have gone with have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah. I think the, the, the good thing about this album is that, there's really no wrong answer. I think the only yeah. wrong answer is just for now, even though I adore that song. It's not really Christmassy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little dysfunctional family, um, which I don't know if the radio <laughs> folks are really keen on. Um, I, th- I think that's a great answer. I think mine would probably be I'll be home for for Christmas. Yeah. Um, again, there's really no right or wrong answer. I think they're all fantastic choices. If you had to pick amongst the originals 
So not yeah. any of the uh, the classics that she covers. If you had to pick an original to come off of here, what maybe would be your choice? Um, you know, pre twenty twenty, I would have said Winter Dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I still love it, but I don't know. I also love Four Carrots. I think yeah, it's a very underrated Car- song. Yeah, four carrots would actually be uh, my choice. I, look, I drafted it in our uh, fantasy draft as my song right. from uh, Wrapped in Red. So yeah, I I think that four carrots is actually a, a, like you said an underrated uh, Christmas song from this album. Uh, Might have been a fun little uh, song. And, and I will say this: that programmers, I mean, while they want the best and they want big hits for the holidays, they do give special dispensation to songs that are new. Uh, rather than, you know, oh, man, do we really need another version of White Christmas to play on the air yeah. when we're we're already rotating five different versions? Uh, so a, an original might do better than a uh, a song that's already been done by every other artist in the history of ever. Um, before we go to the next category. Yes. I got to give my honorable mention. To yes. So I knew this. The, was coming, yeah. the, the one song <laughs> that and we as fans got robbed, robbed by. Should have been a single. I don't care what album. Go. If you mm-hmm. are a newer fan, and this is there's nothing wrong with this, and you're, if you're not familiar with the Go, it was 2006. Um, it was it wasn't even it was released as a song like on the internet. It wasn't like a single or radio or any sort of record label. Um, for Ford, it was in all like the Ford commercials between mm-hmm. 2006 and 2007. You could not hear a commercial. For Ford without hearing Go. They even made a music video for it. Um, It's probably a very low-res version online. Check it out. It is so freaking good. It deserved (laughs) to be an album single. That is my I will die with that. Um, (laughs) It's so damn good. Um, And I want her to perform it live, even though I doubt that's ever going to happen, but maybe. Well, she did. She, She did it on the Addicted Tour. But I mean, in 2021, oh, right, she's not okay. going to do it. Right. No. Yeah. No, I mean now. Like, I want to do it now. And I should probably be like, what is that song? Oh, I did a f- song for Ford. That's right. You know, like, that's probably what it's going to be like. She um, has probably long since forgotten that song. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to make it happen at some point, guys. I don't know. All how, right. But that's my should have been a damn single. <laughs> Hashtag justice for go. Yeah. All right. Uh now our, our next uh, item up to, for uh, consideration is the singles to take back. Uh, so we're going to go again down the line of the albums and we're going to talk about the songs that were singles and which one of them will we take back. We're not going to tell you what we would replace them with. We're just going to pick one of the singles to take back and say that, you know, that shouldn't have been a single from the album. So let's let's start with thankful and since uh you started uh on the first time around with this i can start on this one sure this is a hard one for me because there were three singles uh there was miss independent low and the trouble with love is um we obviously have said what we think we should have had released from that album but if i had to choose between these three and these are three songs that i I love very much i mean look it comes down between low and the trouble with love is yeah and if i had to absolutely choose i think i would go with the trouble with love is I'm in the same boat. It's hard. It's one. It's it's kind of like what what you said earlier. It's like one of the song, one of the albums you don't necessarily want to choose a song because mm-hmm. they're all great. But yeah. I a thousand percent agree with you on that. And I don't really have much else to say. It's just yeah. 
it was the least successful of the three and mm-hmm. even though it was part of a movie but it just you know it it was a good song but it wasn't a monster hit we got to pick one you know yeah uh, all right let's move on to breakaway there were five singles from breakaway and the official order of the release <laughs> I'm so salty about this she's you're still so upset about this the official yeah. release order of songs from breakaway is since you've been gone Behind These Hazel Eyes, Because of You, Walk Away, and Breakaway. Breakaway is technically the fifth song off the album, even though it was released well before the album was even uh, was out. So this is another one, Pam, where it is very much like choosing yeah. you know, your favorite child. Uh, which one of these would you remove as a single? Um, it's interesting because like, I feel like if someone would have released – if she would have released Because of You, say, five years later – it wouldn't have done well. Like it, it wouldn't have. I, I buy I, that. And it's funny, like because of you isn't my choice, and I'm kind of just thinking about this on the fly. But I think, I think the song did really well because the album, like every single on that album, did exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. All of them charted, and I think because of you was definitely just a product of its time. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I love it. I'm just thinking from a radio p- perspective, but I guess. I would I'm torn between walk away and breakaway. I think I'm gonna go more with breakaway and I know everyone's like, oh Pam hates breakaway. I don't. <laughs> I actually genuinely like the album version. It's when it's live I get bored and go to the bathroom. But well the Whatever. album track Pam, the album Pam track hates I, breakaway. I, Pam hates I, breakaway. I, I don't. Pam hates I actually breakaway. like it. Um <laughs> but I guess I have to go with breakaway just because it's like the least exciting out of the five in my opinion yeah what about you Uh, my my choices came down to those two songs as well and i actually chose walk away just because i would like to take walk away and have that as like a fan service song like let that be like the sober from this album you know let that be our song that we all get super jazzed and pumped about to hear it live but we don't have to share it with the rest of the world like we had to do with you know all of the other songs yeah that's my reasoning behind that. All right. Uh, our next is uh, My December. There were four official singles from this album. Never Again, Sober, One Minute, and Don't Waste Your Time. Pam, which uh, – well, actually, I'll go first here. Yeah, you go first. I'm, I'm going to go with Don't Waste Your Time. Yeah, I, I had that, the same I, choice. Yeah, I think that's a uh, I think that's a wasted single. Yeah, I mean, Sober, I think what you, you kind of mentioned earlier, obviously, it's an incredible song. But I think the radio edit kind of ruined it for radio purposes. Um, but I think Don't Waste Your Time, I think it's an it's a decent song, but I just think it's kind of flat. Mm-hmm. Um, the video is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a little yeah. over CGI, but she looks stunning. Um, but I think the song was kind of – the song didn't do anything for me. It still yeah. doesn't. I usually skip it. I get that. Yeah. All right. Uh, we move on to All I Ever Wanted, which had five singles released. Uh, the singles were My Life Would Suck Without You, I Do Not Hook Up, Already Gone, All I Ever Wanted, and Cry were the five singles from this album. Uh, Pam, which one would you take back? I don't know if this is a controversial statement. I feel okay. like, I mean, here's the thing. I Do Not Hook Up, I think... I think the um, the melody and the structure of the song is perfect. I really do. Um, the message behind the song, I'm totally for it. You can be as 
sexually liberated as you want to be or not, and I don't care. I, I, whatever. But I just think it was, I, I just hated the, the title, I Do Not Hook Up. Like, I felt silly singing it live, like, at a concert. And again, like, I have nothing against the message of the song. I totally, I support it or whatever. I just didn't think it was the best for, like, the masses, you know, like, to put mm-hmm. it out as, like, a single. Like, and I remember she, on the, on that tour, she, they sold shirts that, like, in huge block letters just said, <laughs> I do not hook up. I'm like, are people going to wear that? Like. It's my going out shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, again, I will preface for the fifth time. I have no problem with the message. I just think it was a little odd to, like, have that as a single. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, my choice, uh, it, I mean, not many people realized or remembered that Cry was a single, but uh, I think this was sort of a the the single that sort of petered out uh, at the end of the album. You know, and, it's, and look, any album that, first of all, is lucky enough to have five singles uh, is good. But I just think that this was sort of a sad trombone of a last single. <laughs> great, great song. Don't have any issue with it. Just don't think it was quite uh, the the crescendo at the end of the run of the singles that uh, we really needed. I think that there were some other better options. And actually, uh, you know, when we were earlier talking about the ones that we think should have been singles, I mean, I would have put those ahead of like All I Ever Wanted and maybe even Already Gone. I mean, this, the, the record needed a, a ballad to go out. And I think that Already Gone in the place that it went was good. Uh, I would have maybe put... Uh, all I ever wanted is maybe the last single from this album. All yeah. right. Wait, wait, wait. I have something. So yeah. I will also just preface though. However, the one thing I do love about I Do Not Hook Up being a single was the music video is incredible. I oh, it's we great. We can all attest that it's one of, honest, one of my favorite videos of all time. Like it Absolutely. is so damn funny. Yes. Um, so thank you, Kelly, for that. And yeah, already gone. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I like the song a lot and it, it did really well, but I think- mm-hmm. It just the whole drama with um with with Halo and Ryan Tedder. It was just like a weird vibe to there's always been a weird vibe for me for that song. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna move on now to Stronger. There were three official singles from Stronger, Mr. Know It All, Stronger, What Doesn't Kill You, and Dark Side. I feel like this one's a uh well, it could be a toss up here. I mean it's a toss up between two, let's be honest. Yeah. I would think. Um, if anyone if anyone says stronger, I'm like, mm, bye. <laughs> uh, for me, it, I mean, for me it's dark side. Um again, I think there were there were stronger, no pun intended, songs and singles uh for this album. I I'm still completely befuddled as to why this album did not go 5 6 singles deep because it had the capability. Uh, but alas, we were stuck with just three and maybe it was just because stronger was such an anthem. I mean, they went almost six months in between stronger and dark side and maybe there was some Kelly Clarkson fatigue by that point because stronger was just absolutely everywhere that any single that followed that would have been set up to fail. But, uh, yeah, that's my choice. Yeah. I had the same choice. Uh, I I love the song, but yeah, of the three, I, I guess I would have to choose it. Uh, Mr. Know-It-All, I feel like that's the obvious other choice Yeah. if I had to choose. But um, I think what I love about Mr. Know-It-All, I'm going to date myself a little bit. I got my license like kind of like around when that song came out, maybe like a, a year or two beforehand. But I just have like a distinct memory of 
when Mr. Know-It-All first came out, it was like the summer of 2011, like I would be driving constantly. And that song, if you've never blasted that in your car, please do that. If you have a car, (laughs) please do that. The bass on that song is so great and people don't realize it. And I think that alone is why I was like, let's keep this song because it's just boom, boom, boom. And it's great. Sorry if that did not pick up in the mic well and that's really loud. I, I apologize. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> right, Dark Side uh, is my choice. Yeah. Two albums to go here. Uh, now we're on to Piece by Piece. And again, this is another album that had just three singles. We've got Heartbeat Song, Invincible, and Piece by Piece. Pam, your choice. Um, I'm going to cheat a little bit um, because I feel like with Piece by Piece, there's like a little asterisk there. Um, Heartbeat Song, I didn't love it. You know, I thought it was, it's fun, but I thought it was just a, such a fluff song, but mm-hmm. it did pretty well. It did really well. And I think it was also really popular among just like kids, including River yeah. loved it. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, you know, it was, it was a smart choice. Invincible, I thought, I adore that song, but it definitely didn't do nearly as well as it could have. Um, I don't know if I would have done it as like a number two single necessarily, but I thought it, the vocal was really powerful. Now, piece by piece. As I mentioned earlier, I do prefer the album version over the idol version. However, I will be in agreement that the idol version is the superior version for mm-hmm. um, radio for promotional purposes. Um, not just because of the idol performance. I just think it's just it has more uh, depth to it. It has more meaning. Now, the one yeah. thing I'm going to choose piece by piece as my single to remove because a lot of stations played that third version which was a really crappy remix version oh yeah and i heard that a lot and that's the one i would say goodbye to <laughs> okay so because i think there were two piece by piece versions so i i guess it's three singles you can kind of argue four. <laughs> why are you laughing yeah. at me <laughs> no no i'm not i'm not laughing at you i mean I, you're right i i had forgotten yeah. about the the god-awful the, remix that they i did think that that's my airplay. that's my choice yeah yeah um, I, I mean, I don't have many big reasons for it, but I just, I picked Invincible just because, uh, of the three singles that there, that were offered up, I think it was the weakest of the three. So again, not anything I have against the song. It's just putting yeah. them up against each other. Uh, finally, let's go to Meaning of Life. And there were three singles released off of this album, Love So Soft, I Don't Think About You, and Heat. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion of what I think your choice is going to be, but my choice is I Don't Think About You. Um, Again, a song that I really like, but if, again, you put it up against the three others, I think it it is far less superior. Uh, Yeah, I think my answer is pretty obvious. It's heat. Um, (laughs) It's pretty obvious. Um, I Don't Think About You. I might have this wrong, and if I have this wrong, you can correct me or anyone listening can correct me. Did they release this kind of around the Me Too movement? I feel um, like they did. It mean, I, I, I mean, don't think it, I don't think it was because of that, but I think it was around right. that same time. Yes, it, it did sort of coincide with that. Yeah, and I'm really wondering if that's why they did it. I don't know. I think um, they were trying to and, make an anthem out of it. Yeah, and not necessarily something to uh, make a profit off of because that would be really crappy to you know make a profit off of like people's trauma. But yeah. I think it was more of a hey, like. Kelly, I've gone through a lot of crap myself. I want to let people out there know that they're not alone. I don't know. I have no proof, and I this is all kind of speculation. Um, 
But yeah, I I, I kind of will go with either one, but um, I think I just will be in agreement that I think we can both be in agreement. Well, maybe not. Maybe you really liked Heat as a single, but I think Love So Soft, even though it wasn't my favorite single, I guess it was the strongest, but it's still, yeah. I don't know. I just think this whole album flopped with singles. I'm just going to put it out there. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, if they wanted, I don't think about you to be sort of a, a Me Too movement single or anthem, if you will. I mean, I mean, there were other songs you could have chosen to be an anthem yeah. from this album. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, for other. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't know. It's a I guess I'm going to go with uh, Heat. Um, yeah. I, I guess. So I don't know. Very noncommittal yeah. on this one. Yeah, you, you, I just I think you you could have really chosen any of these songs and exactly you would have yeah been fine. But I'm yeah. I'm gonna say he just because everyone knows how I feel. Um, All right, that I was so that yeah. that does it. Those are the songs that we would have taken back uh, as singles from all of Kelly's albums. Look, we would love to hear what you guys have to say because we know that you guys have got some feelings about this. So uh, hit us up on, on the uh, socials and let us know the songs maybe that you think should have been singles. You don't have to necessarily go through every album, but if you want to, by all means. Uh, and then tell us the songs that you would have taken back as singles as well. We would love to uh, to see what you guys would have thought. Yeah, and I uh, can... Hit us up as as always at Miss Into Podcast on all of your favorite social media platforms, um, and you can email us missintopodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Apple, please rate and review us. It'll help our algorithms. As we mentioned in a previous episode, if you search Kelly Clarkson on Apple Podcasts, we still don't come up, and I don't know why. So we're Grr. trying to work on that. So the yes. more you guys engage with us on Apple Podcasts the better it will be. And we would really appreciate that. Uh, we were uh, so glad that you could join us this week for our songs that should have been singles episodes. We will uh, see you guys next week with another new episode until then. Thanks for tuning in and we will see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to miss Indie podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast, miss Indie podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Continue the conversation by following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Miss Indie Podcast. Send us your questions and comments to Miss Indie Podcast at gmail.com.